What is up? What is going on, folks? And welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike, and I am your host. And as always, I am joined by my esteemed fellow co-hosts. Joined first by Andrew. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? How we doing? Not too bad, man. Not too nice. bad. And also, Gato. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What's up? How we Not doing? Much. How are you? I'm doing good. Actually, I've uh, I, I, I've been today? I've been better. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. Uh, dry January came to a crashing end for me last night, <laughs> and the old familiar hangover feeling has washed over me, and I can say that it is. Uh, it is not fun. It is not a good feeling. So Kat and I have both quit, if I'm keeping tabs, but uh, Andrew, still going strong, right? Still rocking, baby. Yeah. I made it three weeks. I'll, uh, I made it three weeks, which is better than no weeks. I've done the full month before, and three weeks is definitely better than no weeks. Well, it's harder for you, too, because you I don't have someone constantly nagging at me to yeah. drink because they're bored. Right. Yeah, drink with true. me, drink with me, drink with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're boring. I didn't nag him last night. You're he boring totally, when you don't drink and meh. He, he totally made that decision on his own last night. Yeah, exactly. I, didn't, I, I did. did. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, either way, welcome back to another episode and welcome back to Janthology. We have another anthology movie in January to talk about with you guys today. That movie is XX, but before we get into that movie... I feel like we have to talk about Yellow Jackets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because Kat and I have finished it, and Andrew, uh, you started it and finished it in, like, what, two days? Two Within days? 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, if you look shit. at it, I started watching it the, at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I finished it by, like, it was, like, 5 in the afternoon the yeah. following day. So. All right. So I know we talked about it a little bit last episode and kind of gave our thoughts, but, Andrew, what were your thoughts on Yellow Jackets, which I absolutely, honestly, probably is one of my favorite horror things of last year, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, it's... Probably one of my favorite shows that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Like, I think since maybe, because I don't watch too many shows, maybe The Outsider. Um, yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's up there with that, yeah. I would yeah. say. It's just really good. Like, it gets, and it gets going. Like, oh, I yeah. was so mad that, like, you can, I hate when you can start to figure out by, like, the eighth or ninth episode of the season that. You're not going to see all the stuff that you want to finally yeah. see. So you're yeah. like, I'm going to have to wait a year for this. I realized that, too. Like, kind of... I, I, I was happy with the last episode. They definitely wrapped up some storylines that I wanted to see wrapped up, but I wanted to see more of it. And I'm glad that we're getting a season two, for sure, because I wanted to see more of this story expanded. I'm glad this has kind of taken... The internet and social media by storm. Lots of people are talking about it, so that definitely makes me feel good. Definitely yeah. has that Lord of the Flies feel that you were talking about. Right? They kind of like alive too. Um, I like Lost. I think, was that the right? Alive? Was that the name of the alive? movie? The book about the um, soccer team that crashed in the Andes or whatever it was. Oh, and they like resorted. To I've heard of that. I don't know what the name of the book was, but that that, that, that does sound familiar. Yeah, it's alive. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, but definitely vibes of that. It definitely has some like Blair Witch vibes to it with like the symbols yeah. and like the stick figures yep. in the woods. Yeah, a lot of cultish kind of like the ritual mm. stuff going on there. Yeah, the end of it definitely want, like made you want more. Yes. Like, oh. <clears throat> Gonna go to a whole other level next season. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because, so, spoilers, obviously, if you haven't seen Yellow Jackets, fast forward a little bit, but um, 
I was saying to Kat when we were watching the last episode, I was like, there has to be some sort of a twist where there are more people that survive this, like more girls that survive this that they haven't showed yet. And obviously the last thing they show in the entire season, the last, you know, is when uh, Nat, Juliet Lewis's character, she's about to kill herself and she gets abducted by this cult and come to find out that the person who drained Travis's bank account was Lottie. That fucking yeah. weirdo yeah. that has all sorts of weird premonitions and visions and yeah. all kinds of shit. So I'm glad that she's alive because I think that can help develop the story a lot more. Me too. I, I, I love, because uh, I thought for a while that like almost kind of like the first season of True Detective, the supernatural stuff was almost kind of a red herring mm-hmm. and just kind of helped deepen like the lore of the show but didn't ultimately really lead anywhere. I was worrying that they were going to do this with that show as well, but I'm happy to see that they're kind of leaning more into that cult aspect of it. I'm, I'm interested to see like what is going to happen. And I like I also like that they did not show everything that happened in the woods yeah. in, all in season one. So you kind of, because like, obviously the first scene of the entire show is you see one of the girls. You don't know who it is. Yeah, because, well, they kind of right. make you think that it's Jackie right, because but, of the necklace that she has right, on her. Right. But then she gave that to, um, what's her name, her friend? Uh, Shauna. Shauna. Yeah. But then Shauna's alive at the end, in yeah. at this period, so who's wearing that necklace? Yeah. And how did yeah. they get that necklace? Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's also hilarious to me that um, we watched the entire ten episodes of the show and Kat did not realize until afterwards when we were having a conversation over dinner that Christina Ricci was in the show. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which is mind-blowing to me. Insane like, to uh, me. You put, you, put, you put a pair of glasses and give someone a different haircut and Kat's like, who's this person? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember you telling me when you first started, when you said you wanted to watch this, you were like, oh, Christina Ricci's in it, you like her, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait, that that's her. I didn't realize. Like, when Andrew said he was watching it, I was like, oh. Yeah. She doesn't look like her at all. Yeah. Well, she does, because it's her. I, I get that. She does kind of like, look like her. Yeah. No. She kind of looks no, a lot same like face, her. Same face, same eyes. Those eyes, you can't forget. Christina Ricci's eyes are she, she looks great, by the way. I mean, oh, I, I, I love mean, Christina Jesus, Ricci. I can't even remember the last thing that I saw Christina Ricci in. Casper. <laughs> Adam's Family Values, maybe. Yeah. Like, what the fuck else has she even been in? She was in Sleepy Hollow. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yep, Sleepy Hollow. She was in that Lizzie Borden movie or show. I okay, see that. She's been. She's in a bunch of stuff. I feel like that you don't even like realize that she's in. Yeah. It's yeah. a great acting cast. I mean, I don't really Dude. care for Juliette Lewis. She kind of annoys me. Yeah. But yeah. she's good, and she's she's, she's very supposed good. To, yeah. 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 She's, she's just, supposed to be that kind of. Her wacky. face always looks like she's like having like a stroke or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. Um, so yeah. Between her, and <laughs> Mel- Mel- Melanie, Melanie Linsky, and Christina Ricci, and the woman that plays the adult Taisa, I forget her name, and I still don't have fucking internet at my house. Fuck you, Verizon. Um, so I can't look it up right now. I forget her name, but she's great too. Yeah, awesome yeah, the cast. cast is great. And I think obviously, like any time you're going to tell a narrative about two different timelines, one of the essential elements is that the child actors and these aren't children; these are like probably they're in their twenties. I would say these girls that are playing these characters, they're all great too. Yeah, I think they're all great. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I can't recommend Yellow Jackets highly enough. Um, so yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Four. Sure. Uh, Kat, have we talked about Hell House, Hell House LLC since we watched it? I don't know. I don't think so, actually. It's really, really good. Did you watch did that we, yet? I haven't. Did we? we did, I think we, no, we talked about it last episode. Okay, I was going to say, well, that's another thing we watched a couple weeks ago. That's an older movie. I think it was like five, six or seven years ago. Really, really good found footage film that's on Shudder. 
Uh, and also, I started that Archive 81 show that's on Netflix, which is the one that's produced by oh, James yeah. Wan. Katie was telling me about that show. She said uh, yeah, I've watched the first three episodes, and it's... Mm, it's Man. okay. It's okay. I I, I want to keep watching it because everyone keeps I keep seeing, yeah. like online that people are loving the way it ends. So I'm gonna keep watching it, but it hasn't really grabbed me quite yet. But uh, yeah, so Yellow Jackets, Hell House LLC, and Archive 81 are what we've been watching. Andrew, you watch anything good? I don't know if I'd say good. I watched like again. I got home from work last night late, and I just threw something on because yep. something I can half pay attention to. Yeah. I put on. Um, it was on Showtime. Grizzly 2, The Revenge, like from like 1983. Oh and it had, so like the, the, the teenagers that die in the very beginning, it's George Clooney, Laura Dern, and Charlie Sheen. Holy like, shit. Oh, wow. like, they're all dead within like 10 minutes. And it's just this grizzly bear like hunting down people because they killed, the, someone killed their cub in the woods. Uh. And it's, it's got like some really good like thematic music throughout it like during like the chase scenes and stuff like that and then it's got some of the worst music I've ever heard in my life because the climax of the movie is it, it ends up where the grizzly ends up at this um, like giant festival like music festival oh. oh my god and they like cut away I don't know what is going on in this movie and I don't know I think they were probably just trying to fill time but there's literally it'll just go from like the bear in the woods chasing someone to a band playing at the show for like five minutes of them just performing, and I'm like, "Is this a real band? Who? Is, this is the worst band I've ever." Heard. And then it will just go back, and then it will do it again, and I'm like, "What is going on in this movie?" Yeah, absolutely bonkers. Like, I don't know if it was bad. I don't know what it was. It was just the weirdest thing I've ever watched. So. You said George Clooney, Grizzly? Charlie Sheen, and Laura Dern. Yeah. Wow. That's. I mean, they, they must have all. Grizzly two. I've Grizzly, never seen. Grizzly I've never two. seen. I've never seen Grizzly the Grizzly like part one. I, but I was like Grizzly two, the revenge. I was like, this looks terrible. Like, wow. And I think they remastered it because there's definitely parts of the movie that look like it's like been just newly shot. Like yeah. scenes of like the crowd. Um, like like at the, at the music festival. Yeah, because they did like a quick panorama, and one of the girls looked like fucking what's her face from uh, uh, Schitt's Creek. Oh, I was like, yeah. wait a minute! I didn't. Alexis. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know if it was actually her, but like the first scene is just like this hunter and he shoots the the cub and like the it's like the cheesiest like bullet thing, just like and then it like shoots the mom in the head and the mom lives. I don't know how. And but. that's that's the bear that does the revenge. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, what is this movie? <laughs> You're always good for a go-to crazy fucking yeah, horror movie. Yeah, But I've never seen a movie where they just cut away from, like, action scenes and suddenly you're just at a concert and you're like, what am I watching? <laughs> Weird. Nice, nice. So Grizzly 2, The Revenge. Yeah, watch it, it or don't. I, I would say watch it just for the sheer fact that it's confusing and weird and I'm like, what is going on? Why is this nice. happening? There we go. Excellent. All right, cool. Uh, I'm hungover. I can't think if we've watched anything else. So why don't no, we just move on to uh, tonight's movie? How about that? I got no news. I got no nothing. Yeah. Let's just talk about the next installment in Janthology, baby. And that would be XX. So if you haven't heard of XX, it is not one X shy of a... Oh, actually, it is one X shy of a pornography film. Uh, but it is not pornography related. <laughs> and not to be confused with XXNX. Yes. It's a great porn site. Oh my. In case you were wondering. <laughs> yes, so XX is a 2017 horror anthology movie. Uh, it is an all-woman created horror anthology. When being developed, the film had three simple rules. The segments all had to be written by women, directed by women, and star a woman in the leading role, which all of these segments do. 
And uh, Andrew, this was a pick from you. It was. It yeah, was. yeah. So talk to me a little bit about XX and your thoughts. Um, one of my favorite anthologies. I just thought it wasn't like is it's horror really. It's definitely horror. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a little more. It's like you would say elevated horror for the most part. Like three of the four parts, I think, are more horror that makes you think. About yeah. it's more, I think, satire yep. on the world we live in, which is kind of cool, but also very well acted. All segments I thought were really well acted, well written. Yeah, um, I think it's funny that you say that they have to be written by a female because the first one, yeah, is technically it was a short story written by a guy. A guy. Jack yes, Ketchum, I guess well, uh, written by written for the screen. By, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Which we'll get into that further, but um, yeah, I just think it's great. Like the in, like the. Um, the parts in between each. Yes, mm. I love. Yeah, that. I know. Those Kat really talking yeah. about that. Those yeah. were, um, that's a lot of work. Like they, that probably only took up Stop about five stuff. minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah, but that must have taken so long. It to was do. so creepy. Like the yeah, the dollhouse kind of thing and the weird. I don't know. It was. I liked it. I yeah, that was it was cool. a nice addition. Yeah. yeah. It definitely gave it that that female touch. I feel yeah. like for an anthology with the dollhouses and the creepy yeah. stuff. Like I thought, I liked it. I thought it was pretty pretty good. But, uh, yeah. All right, cool. Kat, what did you think of this movie? I liked it. I had no idea going into it what it was going to be like. I didn't do any research beforehand, but I thought it was awesome. I liked I said the same, I'll say the same as Andrew. I liked the in-between kind of segments. Those were cool. Mm. Um, yeah, and I liked that it was all, you know, written by women and directed, and that I think that's cool. Power to us. Yeah, girl yeah, power. Girl Yee! Power. Um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I think there were better ones than others, because I think one of them, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, that one sucked. You were like, really? Yeah, I thought that I was, was probably like, one of my favorites, actually. No. Yeah. So, it's, it, I think that I'll have a different point of view than you guys, which I usually do anyway. Yeah, so, I usually uh, do. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> actually, perfect, uh, perfect movie to talk about after discussing Yellow Jackets at length, because uh, so, Karen Kusin Sama, who is one of the directors uh, of one of the segments in this, she directed the last segment of the movie, uh, is also an executive producer, the executive producer of Yellow Jackets, and uh, Melanie Linsky is also in another segment of this movie. <clears throat> Obviously, she stars as Shauna in Yellow Jackets, so kind of a perfect uh, perfect way to yeah. talk about Yeah, you can definitely, too, see, together. like, her style, yeah. Kuzma, because, yeah. like, it's very, that last... yeah. Um, segment is very cultish kind of. Yeah, you know what? Way. So all, all this talk about her recently, when we, you know, watching Yellow Jackets and then watching this movie, we really should talk about the invitation soon. That movie's fucking fantastic. That's a great movie. Uh, she yeah. dir- and she directed that too, which I know you haven't seen. It's no, a great, great movie. Fantastic. That's yeah. on. I think that's on Showtime. No, that's on something or one of the streamers. Yeah, the Hulu. I think it's Hulu. It probably is on something. It's oh, always. and actually, so XX is streaming on Hulu right now, so if you want to watch it you haven't seen it yet, definitely it's on Hulu. If you have it, check it out. It's there. You can watch it for free, and by for free, I mean with the monthly subscription fee to Hulu, <laughs> so not for free. Um, I definitely like this movie a lot. Uh, it was very strange. I feel like a lot of the segments were odd and very ambiguous. I feel like I could see why you like this movie, Andrew, because not a lot of stuff was explained, which I kind of liked, but I also kind of wanted to know more about what was going on, specifically in the first segment, or I guess not the not like the framing narrative, but the first actual story, the box. I wanted to know more of what was going on there, which we'll get into. But yeah, I definitely I, I liked it. I, it was four definitely unique stories. They were all very different from yeah, one another. Um, very good actors, like you said, Andrew. 
lots of uh, women that you probably have seen in other things that you'd be like, oh yeah, I recognize her from somewhere, I recognize her from somewhere. So it's, it's, it's a very good cast, good stories, very innovative, well shot, well directed. And I was definitely uh, very happy that I took an edible before I watched this oh, yeah. movie. Um, Always good. Because again, I was doing, notice, dry January, not sober January, folks. Yes. So that's not cheating. Not cheating. So, anyway, I digress. So this movie came out in 2017. Actually, pretty good year for horror. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good stuff that came out this year. A lot of movies that we've actually seen. Um, just to run through them really quickly. Uh, 1922, that's a Netflix exclusive, which is an uh, adaptation of a Stephen King story starring Thomas Jane. Yeah. I actually haven't seen that yet. Did you see I've it? I've seen it. Um, it's it's good. It's um, <clears throat> definitely, uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's it's slow burn. Yeah, slow burn. Slow build. I've, I've heard that. But it's a, it's a solid movie. It's nothing I really like yeah. that is like entrenched in my memory because it's kind of just, it's yeah. decent. It's okay. I'll have right. to check it out because I mean, I, I love Stephen King stuff, so I'll have to watch that. Um, I, I will die on the hill that Alien Covenant is a good movie. I really like that movie a lot. And, Which uh, one was that? That, that was, was the, um, that was the, the one that lap. came after Prometheus. Oh, the one that had so Danny McBride. There was Alien Covenant, and then what was a th- there was a third. There was no third. Oh, one. there wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I liked Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant was awesome. I thought it was, uh, and basically, so that Ridley Scott wanted to direct this movie, wanted to do a third movie, and uh, it was so critically panned that it's apparently never being made. And now they moved on to a TV series that's going to be made for FX, directed by the guy who did the Fargo TV show and Legion. Um, Alien Covenant's a good movie, though. Uh, really good alien effects. You get some of like the weird like pre-xenomorph aliens. Like It's good stuff. I like that movie a lot. Uh, Annabelle Creation came out this year, which surprisingly was not terrible. Uh, the Bye-Bye Man, which I've never seen. Oh, I I've seen that. The Bye-Bye Man. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah? I was like, wow, that's a movie I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a boogeyman. Kind of thing. The yeah. Bye Bye Man. It's like something you don't talk about. And they that. like conjure it up in the house yeah, yeah, with yeah. like candles yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's like based off of like true, like yeah. not like a true story. Obviously. Almost like a Slender Man type thing. Oh yeah, my god, like I've that. seen yeah. that I've never movie. seen that movie. Oh, oh, <laughs> I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah. Like you clap or something or you turn yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, so 2017 also saw the release of Creep 2. We covered uh, the first Creep. Creep 2 is good. I Creep like Creep 2. Creep 2 is decent. Yeah, I, I didn't like it as much as the first one. The first one. Well, it's hard to because you kind of know what to expect. Yep. We also got a new Chucky movie in 2017 called Cult of Chucky. Haven't seen it. Uh, never been a big fan of the Chuck, the Child's Play or Chucky franchise. Never really done it for me. I, I, I mean, I, I guess if you like it, more power to you. But, I kind of uh, like Chucky. I don't know. I'm sorry. If a doll kills you, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You should be able to... It's like you. Annabelle. <coughs> we also got to see like a, like a flock of like dolls trying a to kill you. Of a flock of dolls. A flock of dolls. <laughs> a gag, new, gaggle my of dolls. New, my new band named Flock of the Dolls. Flock of dolls. dolls. That's great. Opening, <laughs> they, they would open for Flock of Seagulls at yeah. a concert. Uh, we also we also got a Flatliners remake in 2017, which was uh, bad, very very bad. Uh, another Stephen King adaptation. This is a year of Stephen King adaptations, by the way. That was uh, this one's actually really good. Another Netflix exclusive. Uh, Gerald's Game. You watched Gerald's yeah, I've Game? Yeah, i seen that. Awesome, like that. awesome fucking movie. Very thinking, very good. I think of the Toy Story Jerry's Game when you said that. The little short with the old man that plays chess. Yeah, that's not. Uh, no, it's not. not what I'm talking about here. I know, I know, I know the short that you're. Jerry, Gerald. I mean, I get. I, I know what you're saying. Kind of yeah, it's, maybe that's why they I, called it Jerry's game. Jerry's I, I, game. I suppose. I suppose. Uh, also, huge, huge, huge release in 2017. 
one of the few horror movies to ever be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars, Get Out, mm. came out in 2017. Get yeah. Out! Movie that we've yet to cover. I know we've covered Us. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually prefer Us to Get Out, to Me be honest well. with yeah. you. Um, but Get Out is a good movie, a very, very good movie that we should cover. I feel like once the twist... Once you know what the twist is to it, it kind of loses the effect, but it's still a very well-done movie, and it kind of launched Jordan Peele's status as a director into the stratosphere. Mm. Uh, let's see, what else we got here? Happy Death Day came out in 2017, oh, and now Cat yeah. loves those I movies. I do love those Happy movies. Happy Death Day to you! To you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Top of the muffin to you! Then we also got uh, we got It, Chapter 1 in 2017. What a fucking phenomenal movie. I don't want to hear about the miniseries. I won't talk about it. Uh, we also got the eighth <laughs> film in the Saw franchise, which was titled Jigsaw. Never saw it. Nope. Uh, we also got this movie I fucking hated, and I know, Kat, I think you definitely liked it. And, Andrew, I'm sure you probably liked it as well. Uh, Mother. Oh, oh, I love with, Mother. Um, with with um, Jennifer Lawrence yes. and uh, Javier Bardem. Oh, boy, did I hate that. Oh, I hated that movie. Uh, that was That was a weird movie. Yeah. That was weird. It was very, very weird. Because I love her. And yeah, I remember very, watching it and being like, It's oh, an Aronofsky no. movie. It's very artsy-fartsy, very pretentious. Like, ugh, like I, I get what they were trying to do. I would, even, I would even hesitate to call this a horror movie, to be honest with you. I don't know. The end of that movie, when they like yeah. take the baby, like... Yeah, that, that, that's definitely... I mean, it, it, it gets there, for sure. Yeah. It gets there, for sure. So also in 2017, we got the the, the third installment in the Ring franchise, which was just called Rings. Oh. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I haven't either. I had uh, no use for the Ring movies beyond the Ring I think itself. I've only, I think I've seen the Ring 2, but it wasn't memorable, so I definitely yeah. did not see the Ring 3. Rings. Uh, rings. Plural. I think Sonic is rings. the... Uh, yeah. Rings. Yeah. Sonic <laughs> is the villain, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, did you see The Killing of a Sacred Deer? I did, the one with Colin Farrell. Yes. I love that movie. That's a really yeah. good movie. Um, so I have not seen it. I've heard very good things about it, and it, uh, the cast is very good. So I do want to watch that. It's available that on, on uh, HBO Max, I think. HBO Max? Okay. I'll, like th- I'll have to check Farrell. that out. Yeah, Cat loves Colin Farrell, so that's an easy <laughs> sell for you. Uh, and then rounding out the movies for this year, uh, I mean, good again, good year for horror. Might be one of my favorites. Tough, tough to argue with it. I mean, get out, Alien Covenant, but uh, it's the Ritual. Oh, oh yeah, the Ritual's fantastic! Awesome. That's a great movie. movie. Love it. Why do you continue to pour your fruit punch <laughs> water into your iced tea? It's the well, weirdest it's thing. Well, it's like fruit punch tea. With that? This is what yeah. the holidays are all about. Three friends sitting around drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee while recording a podcast, and you're dumping your fruit punch water into your iced tea, and it's weirding me the fuck out, and I why? don't know why. It's, it's just so like it's not strange. I, wanna, I don't care. Why do you care I what just, I do? It's <laughs> bugging me. God damn it, it's bugging me. All right. Put it over there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what I got for 2017, and I mean, in terms of uh, this movie, I mean, I couldn't really find a lot of facts out there about it, but what I can say, obviously the title, XX, this being a uh, an anthology movie that is directed and written and starring women, uh, this is a reference to the chromosomes that determine the gener- genetic makeup for a woman, a reference ah. to the female dominant crew behind the production of these short films. And that's what I got. So why don't we talk some segments? And I feel uh, like first we have to talk about the framing segment, the framing narrative, which runs throughout the whole movie. And Kat, I know you are chomping at the bit to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, what, what do you mean? The stop motion thing that you loved and were obsessed with. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Oh, when we got that. I mean, what, do you want me to talk, talk in depth about it? When we were watching the movie, research. you were saying, I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, like I, I like it. I did, I like it. 
Okay. <laughs> and uh, never mind. It was. It, well, you know, this is gonna be like the second time. Can, can you describe about, what it is? I was. I was. I, I'm trying. Okay. Good. So I was gonna say it actually kind of reminded me. Now it's like the second Toy Story reference I've had this podcast so far. Oh yeah. Of like the the uh, Sid's, Sid's the, bedroom. The, the doll yeah. with the, with the no. spider like robot. Sid, Sid's bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was trying to remember what his freaking name was yesterday because yeah. I was talking about Sid. Toy Story, and I kept wanting to be like Skid, and like that's not a name. Skid. Skid. <laughs> He's that shitty kid. The skid. skid. The skids from fucking Letterkenny. Oh, skid. I wanted to actually. We never did this, but I wanted to go back and see if those little segments in between each episode had to do with the episode. Yeah. I don't know if they I did don't think or not they did. because I was like, oh, yeah, because like one of them, like I remember one of them was like they wrapped up other dolls or something, and then I think that was the don't fall one, and I was that's when I first was like. Do these actually connect to the stories somehow? Like, I didn't really know. I liked it, but I don't know how it actually, like, played into the other, like, segments. Because it doesn't really... It's yeah. I think it just was a way of just breaking it up. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's there just might a, have been some subtle things yeah. that, like, you wouldn't really pay attention to unless you watch it, like... Yeah. Like, intensely, but... Yeah. It just... It, it was a cool way to showcase some stop-motion anim- stop yeah. animation in a creepy way, I Absolutely. Think. Yeah, very, very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. Uh, so that was directed by Sophia Carrillo, uh, and I know that, Kat, you uh, like that, although maybe didn't have as many thoughts as I initially thought, so why don't we move on? Well, I, I don't know how many thoughts you thought I would think. I th- you seem like you seem like you were, like, ready to go. You were like, ah, oh, that was awesome. I can't wait it to It was really that. awesome, yeah. And, and then I after you get the first, uh, first portion of this framing narrative, you we move into The Box, which is written and directed by Giovanna Vakovic, and it's based on a short story, as Andrew mentioned, by Jack Ketchum, which I know you said that you've read. I've correct? actually read something. Yeah. You said it was like 10 pages. It's like a 10-page um, story. And <laughs> it's pretty pages. much, I mean, they pretty much took that story and yeah. made it into this. The only couple small differences, um, there's two daughters and a son Okay. in the story. Um, it's also written through the husband's perspective. Okay. But... He's not the same husband that you see in the short story. He's essentially... They just replaced the husband's character with the mom. Yeah. And basically, so when they're on the train, it's the dad's with them. And then it's... it's Her lines are basically his lines in the story. Sure. Okay. Sure. It's, it's almost like... Um, what's... It's third person. I think it's written in third person. So it's like... Through his point of view, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be... First person. First person. Uh, yeah, yeah. D- d- first person. A derp. <laughs> yeah. Derp. <laughs> so, it's first person through the husband's point of view, and now in the, the short... The movie, or the... Whatever. The segment. It's through the mother's yeah. eyes, but it's the same. She says the same things that he says. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I love your notes that you have. So, if I, if I had to describe <laughs> the plot to this, it's very, very simple. Uh, essentially, the uh, there is a mom on a train with her two kids... There is a guy with a box next to her son, and her son is around Christmas time. Her son says to the guy, what's in the box? And he says, it's a present. And he says, can I see inside? And the guy says, sure. He lifts open the lid to the box. The kid looks inside. And then directly after that, the kid refuses to eat. Mm-hmm. Refuses to eat going on like five days, which, by the way, they waited way too long to take the kid to the doctor. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't eating. Uh, so basically, the kid doesn't eat. For some reason, it's not. It's never revealed what is in the box, which I kind of hated, but I also kind of liked in the same sense. The short story is the same thing. Yeah. They so and then basically, it. so the kid, the the brother, uh, at some point whispers to his sister what was in the box. She stops eating. Yeah. Then the husband, who's just pissed off, tries to talk to the son. Son whispers in the husband's ear what he saw in the box. The husband stops eating. Yeah. They all stop eating. 
they all die. And then it's left basically the mom trying to find the man on the train with like, the box the to hell? find out yeah. what it what, what was in the box so that she can starve herself to be with her family. Yeah. So a pretty fucked up story. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but this one, this is definitely a good way to start. This one grabbed me from the get-go. It did. And um, kind of off topic, but not really. That guy made some boss meals, like, aside from... The Dude, yes. it looked so good. I was like, it looked like... <laughs> Like, it looked like he made the pizza and the, the yeah. chicken wings, and he had, like, the celery. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, who's not eating this dinner? The other, some all fried the, chicken, some fried pasta. Chicken. Yeah. They had, like, a beautiful house, too. Yeah, like, yeah I right? I was just like, wow. It was, uh, I was uh, hungry <laughs> watching this. Yeah. Um, well, no, wait, what was the weird thing that I commented on about the food? Because they had, like, all this really nice, like, they lived in this really nice house and stuff, and then didn't they have, like, all this takeout on, like, paper plates or something? And I was like... Well, maybe they didn't want to really do look... dishes. No, yeah. I know that, but it was just... it was Something was weird about it. I, I forget what it was now that I... I don't know. Sorry. That's okay. Mind. Yeah, but all the food looked really <laughs> good, uh, and I just... I can relate, I feel like, to the... To the dad, when essentially he's like, what do you mean? He's like, come on, man. He's like, you love spaghetti. Eat, eat your spaghetti. Will you just eat your fucking food? He's like yeah. slamming it. I'm like, okay, that, I'd probably do that too. You just like, eat for that. Christ's sake. For fuck's sake, eat some goddamn food. Like, the way that they looked in the end when they were so skinny, I was yeah. like, oh my God, that's just graphic and yeah. strange. Very, and very odd. Yeah. Yeah. The best scene was when <clears throat> the lady, she's having the dream and she's like feeding her family with her own body. Yeah. Mom, yeah. And yes. then like cutting off. I was like, oh God, that's uh, nasty. They're just eating it like, I don't know. The daughter yeah. looks insane too, yeah. by the way. She looks like she should be eating people. Yeah. Do you guys have any guesses as to what might have been in the box? I have no clue. I, I don't I know what was in the box. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just a satire on like how we take things like food, mm-hmm. it, living in yeah. a first world country for granted. Yeah. While the rest of the world, there's parts where people are starving every day yeah. and we just take for granted that we have this food at our disposal that we yeah. can eat whenever we want. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I got. Maybe he showed, maybe when he looked in the box, he just saw, like from reading the short story, it seems like the box is just, is nothing. It's just nothing. Yeah. So like Emptiness. you see it and it just, you just have no desire to live. So maybe you just see what the world is. Wow. Right. Because well, when the kid's talking to the doctor, he says, well, you know, if you don't eat. Eventually, goes, so. you'll die. And he says, so? Yeah, yeah. so he kind of was just very apathetic towards yeah. the whole thing. It was very odd. Very odd. But uh, I was I was a big fan of the second cat. What did you think of it? Did I don't know about what was in the box. I, I don't think that it was a thing. If anything, I think it was some sort of, like, spirit thing that maybe, like, would possess them to, you know what I mean? Sure. <clears throat> I don't know. A it ghost? Just, yeah, some sort of ghost or something that would, like, go and enter your body, like a demon or something. And force you not to eat? Force you not to eat, but then, I don't, that doesn't really make sense either. Hmm. So, I like Andrew's interpretation of it. I think that was yeah. pretty there good. There actually was a, um, Mike, you can continue talking while I look for this real quick if yeah. you want. Because um, there was a quote from, that's not in the movie, I don't think it was in the movie, but from the short story that um, I think kind of just gives you the basic idea of the story without yeah. sure. giving you that. Sure. Um, I can't remember what it was. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I should have had it. Yeah, I felt it's... like it definitely had that cannibalistic vibe to it when it was like saying like, I'm not hungry. And then you're like, okay, yeah. so is this going to turn into a cannibal? I'm, I'm glad it actually didn't go down that road because I feel like that would have been, I was like, oh, it been it's going to be like, yeah, that's yeah, what I liked about like, it is that it yeah. was just a very subtle um, thing. So this is kind of a long quote, but it's... Okay. So it's, yeah, go ahead. I have always felt a fundamental core of loneliness in me. Perhaps it comes from being an only child. 
Perhaps it's my grandfather's sullen, thick German blood. I have been alone with my wife and alone with my children, untouchable, unreachable, and I suspect that most of the time they haven't known. It runs deep, this aloneness. I have accommodated it. It informs all my relationships and all my expectations. It makes me almost impossible. It makes me almost impossible to surprise. That doesn't even make any sense the way it's written. It makes me almost it makes it almost impossible to surprise me by life's grimmer turns of fate. Okay. Huh. Okay. So just a So there was loneliness in the Almost just an apathetic view of yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. For sure. Okay. All right. Interesting. Maybe it has to do with apathy. I think that's what the general. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's definitely a good way to look at it. Good way to look at it. Huh. Um, any other thoughts on the box, you guys? No, I liked it. All I right. That was a very good start. Good yeah, you, for sure. It, like draws you in because then it gives you an idea of what the other segments are yeah. going to be kind of. Yeah. Themed. Well, I yep. liked that none of them were any sorts of alike. At all. Like they were, they all, were different. all way yeah. different, yeah. which was great. Yeah, because you couldn't get uh, more different from the box than the birthday party, which is the next segment. Uh, I, total I different it. tone, total different vibe, the whole thing. Yeah, so this one's written by Roxanne Benjamin, who worked on Southbound, another movie that we covered this month. Uh, written and, written by Roxanne Benjamin and Annie Clark and directed by Annie Clark. Uh, so Annie Clark, by the way, is known professionally as a musician, uh, St. Vincent. She has a song that you definitely have played on one of your playlists before. You okay. know if you heard it. Yeah. Um, she's actually won a couple of Grammys. Oh. And uh, she's also a member of the uh, band called the Polyphonic Spree. Oh. Which I, I've heard of. I don't know any of their songs. Um, so, yeah, I know that you really liked this segment a lot, The Birthday Party. This is the one that's starring Melanie Linsky. Very lighthearted in tone. So uh, talk to me about The Birthday Party. It, so... Th- like, I liked it. It was bizarre because, like, she's dragging her dead... Like, the whole... I couldn't wrap my head around her mindset the entire time. Because, yeah. like, she walks in and her husband's dead. And you're like, oh, no, what did you do? And then, meanwhile, she's, like, dragging him around the house. Yeah, rather than calling the rather police. Rather than calling... The, like, why didn't you just ho- call the police or something? I, she didn't want to ruin her daughter's birthday yeah. party, well, I guess. That, like, okay. I yeah. think it was basically to show that moms will do anything they can to protect their children. Sure. Ugliness. Except yeah. for when, at the very end, when. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, you know something's gonna happen. That was funny. I thought that was. I thought that was more of. A, I thought that was comical. Yeah. This is very much a black comedy. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't even really call this horror. No. At all. No. But you know that that's the beauty of this movie is that, or or really any anthology movie is that each segment can be so much different from the last, and it kind of just like you know. Well, just the maid was throughout. weird, like or whoever she was with the weird yeah. hair, and like I think she was had, sexy. I, think I thought it was she the maid. was pretty hot. I... I don't know if her hair was real. But I thought she was. Pretty I don't think her hair was real. But then I was like, "Is is the maid having an affair with the husband?" Like, I mean, you were trying to kind of put yeah. the pieces together to be like, "Why yeah. is this all happening like this?" Because she was very weird. The 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 nanny was very strange. She was very she weird. Was. She was yeah. kind of like she she hated. The yeah. Mom. Oh yeah. You for could sure. tell she definitely hated her. All the all the decorations around the house, black and white. Black that and white, was weird black and white. too. There's just a lot of black and white in this. So I don't know if it was like a. I don't yeah. know what they were trying. That is, to say. you know, it's funny because you, we were watching it. You did comment. This is a very odd color theme for a birthday yeah. party. Yeah. I, mean, I like, love that she just made her ghost costume out of like. And okay. <laughs> Why is she dressed up like a ghost? I know. Well, yeah. that was that was weird. She's just like grabs a shower curtain and just cuts yeah. holes and is like, "Here you go. Now you have a new costume." Also, yeah. though, um, so the minute that she wakes up, the mom, she's in her pajamas the entire time, and then she's in her pajamas through the birthday party. Like she doesn't get changed. She doesn't like. I'm sitting there. I'm like, 
what she's like in her like nightgown the entire time and i'm like so is this a, she's probably so, zonked out on some sort of like antidepressants or drugs yeah she, she's just like yeah it was whole other it level. was absolutely bizarre because i was like waiting she's like oh people are coming over people are coming over whatever and you're waiting for her to be like oh i need to go like change or freshen up or whatever and then you're expecting her to be in something else but she's in her pajamas the entire time yeah that was very odd i was like D- it just, I guess it just shows she just did not give a fuck and but just kind of gave up. That also goes back to like what Andrew said that mothers would do anything for their kids, meaning that like she's putting her, her, ch- ch- her child children first, first yes, yeah. before herself, meaning she can look like a mess. Yeah. But she's doing it all for her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I liked that segment. I thought that was that was, was probably one of my favorites. It was just very weird. Yeah. yeah, it was very weird. Very weird. Also, shout out to Melanie Linsky. She's kind of been in a lot of shit that's really good. She's awesome. Yeah. She's Remember, really like, good. You know, she was in like Two and a Half Men. No, she was the. I didn't uh, watch that show, really. So she was the, like the, not the maid or whatever, but she was like the one that was obsessed with Charlie, like when she was younger. Oh. She's been in a bunch of shit. She's really good. Good actress. Well, yeah, well, she was in a bunch of movies in the '90s too, and I can't she remember was. any of them. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm, this is escaping. Like, I feel me like now. you see her all the time. Yeah. I have you know out morning after alcohol brain and also no internet, so I can't <laughs> look it up. Fuck you, Verizon fucking assholes <clears throat> any other thoughts on the birthday party no i think that's it all right cool it let's talk good. about uh let's talk about don't fall which is the next one uh written and directed by roxanne benjamin again who uh, also as i mentioned worked on southbound uh first vhs movie vhs2 and also the underrated movie uh body at brighton rock which you can also stream on hulu uh that's a movie about bears as well a bear attack which one uh body at brighton rock Body at Brighton Since we were talking Rock. about uh, Grizzly 2, The Revenge, or, you know, Grizzly 2. Which the reminds me, they're making that the movie fuck. about the coked out Cocaine Grizzly, band. yeah, that's like directed that. by, what's her name? Uh, fucking, what's her name? She was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, this is going to drive me crazy. She's, uh, Beth. Yeah, oh, what's her name? Fuck. Um, oh, 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 oh Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth yes. Banks. That's oh, it. I'm yes, so good. Yes. I'm so so good. The, the Cocaine Bear movie. That's <laughs> the Cocaine Bear movie. Based on a true story. Andrew, talk to me about Don't Fall. How would you describe the plot of this one? This one just this this felt like while I liked it, yeah, it felt like this, it didn't it fit. It feels like it's the one that's just like, huh, where'd this come from? Because it's just it. like it's like actual horror mm-hmm. with creatures and monsters and some sort of she turns into a zombie. So it's basically these this group of four people, um, in like mid twenties, probably somewhere in there. Bunch of fucking hippie dingbats. Yeah, go out camping tools. in the desert. I mean, they're, where are they? Arizona, Nevada? Wait, Something wait, like that. Somewhere yeah. out there. And they just find, like, this secluded campsite. <clears throat> and they're just hanging out. They like to go for hikes. And they're hiking. And they're warning. The main guy who's, like, gone, does all, like, these trips himself, um, tells her to watch out for these scorpions. The brighter they are, the more uh, poisonous they are. And she gets bit by, or stung, by one of the scorpions. And was it a scorpion? She did get stung. I think so. Stung by a scorpion, right? Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I, do re- I think I do remember that. But yeah. she also, they also see the painting of the... Uh, yeah, they see the painting of, like, the lizard people or whatever yeah. they are, like... The Werewolves yeah, yeah, yeah. or the, Wendigos. Oh, the little or, um, cave drawing things. Yeah, yeah those are, like, yeah. the... Yeah, that live in the caves. Yeah. The lizard. 
humans, the reptilian race that came to Earth. Yeah, that secretly uh, that secretly controls the government. Yes. Yeah. That is them. Do you, do you know about that? Do you know about that conspiracy theory no. that uh, our government is run by lizard people that are oh. in disguise? So it's, it's almost like crab like, people from South Park. Yeah, it's almost so essentially that, but it's like it's like the plot of They Live, but like in real life, like people actually think this happens that there are lizard people from another planet. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me if it was true. Yeah, I wouldn't I don't necessarily believe it, but that'd be scary. I mean, if you told me Donald Trump or Joe Biden were lizard people, I'd believe. You. Yeah, they're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All yeah. these people in power are the weirdest human beings I've ever met, yeah. so there's something wrong with uh, them. Dude, Mike Pence, fucking weirdo. Lizard person, absolutely. Liz- <laughs> Come on. Come on. So there's also, Come like, on. There's, like lizards on the moon, too. You ever seen those? There's lizards I, on the moon. <laughs> they, like, there's, like, these people, like, making, like, look at this lizard monster creature, and I'm like, oh, my yeah, guys, God. We are, we are I com- guess it completely, looks like Completely it. sober, by the way, right now. Um, yeah, it's, like, people. 11 in the morning. Yeah, it's 11 in the morning. So. We're sober um, as of right now. I thought this had the best, like, visuals, best, like, yeah, views, yeah. Like so the sky. The so obviously, desert. like you, you, you hinted at it, but uh, the girl that gets bitten by the scorpion or stung by the scorpion yeah. turns into like a werewolf or some sort of demonic creature, Wendigo, something like that, and starts killing all of her friends, killing and pillaging, all of that, pretty violently too. Very violently. Yeah. yeah. When that girl breaks her leg too, that's gross. Oh yeah. That oh, any any time they show compound fractures in like, movies. Uh, like, dude, we were watching Southbound. That that fucking oh the hospital god. scene. Oh my god! So yeah, I can't get that out of my mind. So fucking disgusting. The leg just. Yeah, flops. but I mean, I'm a sucker for werewolf shit. And while it, I don't know if it was definitely a werewolf, I really liked this. I think she was you a know, reptilian. Right? I don't think she was a yeah, werewolf. Right? Some sort of were creature. Yeah, yeah. Scorpion, maybe. I don't know. I a were scorpion. Sad. Wouldn't she have grown a tail if she was a scorpion creature? I don't maybe know. Maybe she did afterwards. Maybe, maybe she had to eat the blood of those three oh people God. first. Yeah, then, def- but you, I, I agree with you. Definitely the most straightforward horror of all of these segments. I think. And, and this was she. So she actually. This was Roxanne Benjamin, right? Who yes. directed this one? Correct. She actually did the birthday party too, right? She wrote the. She birthday. wrote it. She wrote. The and birthday she party. wrote and directed this one. Yep. So, what about you, Catherine? Why did you hate this one? I just thought it was. I didn't. I just didn't like it. Um, I thought even from the beginning, like they had an open. Like none of the other ones had opening like scenes, kind of like this one had like don't fall. It was like cor- it just seemed corny. I liked the and opening scene when it, like when like it was like fading that. out and you saw like the yeah. desert in the letters. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just thought it was cool. stupid. I think it was. I felt like it was forced compared to the other ones. The other ones just seemed a little bit, I don't know, interesting. This one just was, like you said, straightforward. Like, there was no, it didn't make you think. It didn't make, like, the other ones kind of had something to it that were a little bit more deep than this one. This one was just kind of like, oh, okay, these idiots go hiking. This girl turns into a monster. They get caves. They're doing stupid things. Like, oh, well, this isn't on the map. Where? Why are we here? This isn't the right thing. Like, it was just, it was corny and stupid to me. But okay. That's my opinion. Well, anytime you can see hippies die violently, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. So well, Gretchen. Gretchen, The yeah. main one. Yeah. Was she in the social network? Was that um, the girl from that? I don't know. Because she looked know. very familiar, and I forgot to look it up, and I just realized you don't have... Uh... I don't have internet, because <laughs> fuck you, Verizon, if I haven't said that enough already. Uh, All right. Well, keep looking. Keep looking. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on Don't Fall before we move on to the last and final segment? No, that was the worst one. So that was that's the worst it. one. That's oh, my okay. overall. I, I don't think it was the worst one. Uh, last one is called Her Only Living Son. And this is the one that is written and directed by Karen Kasama. As we mentioned, uh, The Invitation, Yellow Jackets, and uh, she also directed Jennifer's Body, 
which is uh, starring the lovely, lovely Megan Fox. Um, and she's also directing an upcoming reboot of Dracula for Universal Studios, Dracula. which I am fucking psyched for. Uh, I love the Universal Classic Monsters, and she's a fantastic director, so give me, get, inject that right into my fucking veins. Um, her Only Living Son. You guys want to tackle, uh, want to give a plot description of this? Yes. Yeah. Basically, so one thing that I saw, the plot of this uh, they Karen Kusama described this as a reimagining of the events that take place after Rosemary's baby. Okay, so like after okay. the baby grows up. Yeah, because well, you you've the, actually the seen an- Rosemary's baby. It's the yes. Antichrist. The Antichrist. Yeah, the son of Satan. And it's you know essentially a battle between good and evil, like the mom trying to keep him from becoming Satan's yeah. son. Right. It's and like you a, can see that the, the son is torn too between becoming yes. that and leaving it. And yeah. It's like a woodland critter Christmas, except with uh, humans instead yeah. of animals. Yeah, yeah. I like this hey, one too. Um, I thought it was interesting when the principal was like sitting down with the mom and the other yeah, see, girl's that was cool. mom. That and was cool. like, "That's when you finally realized my daughter's fingernails off." And yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's yeah. so aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> and then she finds the fingernails like under his bed and I think those are, there was, was a combination of his clipping of his. Toenails? Yeah. And the fingernails yeah. were ripping off people, apparently. Well, yeah. and then the weird thing when they said that he was, like, a prodigy, and he's, like, they were, like, okay with it. Yeah. Like, the, well, yeah, because the they're also, like, oh, they're right, also, they, they are they're, they're Yeah, they're a yeah. cult. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. It was yeah, all very. savior. Yeah, yeah, it was all very, very strange. So it was grossest scene in this movie. It was in the beginning when he's cracking eggs. Oh, my God. And he just pulls out the gross, oh, bloody fucking yes. thing. And eats it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. what are you doing? Disgusting. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. I wrote that down in one of my notes. I was like, he's eating blood in yeah. the egg. I put it all in caps. Oh, <laughs> it was like blood yeah, in the gross, eggs. Yeah, gross, gross. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it essentially, and, and you know, it's it's kind of ambiguous at the beginning as to what actually happened because you get those flashback scenes of, you know, her being told by the doctor to leave yeah. and all that stuff. But, yeah, come to find out that her son... Uh, is uh, showing very, very strong signs of being a future serial killer. He's abusing the dog and killing squirrels and ripping fingernails off girls at school. And, uh, yeah, come to find out that uh, he might be the son of Satan. Mm -hmm. And uh, essentially there's a showdown between the mom and the son at the end, or I should say the mom and Satan, uh, trying to get her son to stay on the good side as opposed to moving over to the dark side. And the mailman was like Satan's angel, kind of like watching over him or something. He was also in the cult. He was also in the cult. They were all, yeah. the whole town was, except for like a few people, like the um, the woman that, you know, her daughter's yeah. Yeah. Was ripped off. Yeah. What do you guys think of this one? You like it? I thought it was I good. It was, it was pretty predictable, but yeah. it was enjoyable to watch. I liked the way they did yeah. it. Yeah. I would say my only critique of this segment would kind of be my critique overall of the whole movie. I, I wanted to know more. I wanted to see more. Yeah. I respect that they kind of kept things ambiguous, but I, for my personal taste, I like to have things shown to me and explained to me. So yeah. I understood what was going on, but I, I would want to know more. I wanted to know more about what was happening. So I wanted to see what their incarnation of Satan looked like. I wanted to see all that shit. Yeah. yeah. I think they didn't bother with that because they were trying to get you to look at like the deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the name of it is her only living son. In the Bible, it's God's only begotten son. Right. So this is the devil's child. So it's her, but she's the mother. Right. Um, where was I going with this? I had a train of thought. Um, so it basically goes like um, <laughs> Jesus died based off the Bible, whatever you believe. I don't care. Jesus died for us, for our sins. 
she died for her son's sins at the end, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, she gave her only begotten life. And her son died, too. They yeah, both they both died. died. Yeah, they, they both died, but she gave up pretty much her entire life for her son. Right. So it's, like, almost like... You can definitely tell this is directed by women. Obviously, I'm not saying there's anything yes. wrong with that, no, but, but you can definitely of, see that, yeah. you know, there's a lot of power. Female undertones. A lot of female They're power running throughout themes throughout this. the entire... I, I think they're running themes throughout... Except for Don't Fall. Like, I think the other segments have a very strong Absolutely. theme. That's why like it's like, why was that in yeah. the, Like, yeah. I, I, I like that segment. Um, That's why it's a word. I just think... I would like to see one more that, like, tied in with the other ones that was a little bit more along the same lines because I think there was a lot more to be desired. Yeah. All really good, but that's my only issue is... I like the third one, but that should have been in, like, a... That belonged more in, like, a southbound type of anthology. It didn't really belong in this one. Yeah. I feel like the mom and the son kind of remind me of the relationship to the mom and the son and the Babadook. A little bit. Like, yeah. in that kind of sense, where the mom's just, like, Mom constantly hates the kid. tired, yeah. hates the kid. Like, yeah. yeah, the kid's just, like, I could imagine that that Well, would this be... was the opposite. The kid hates the mom. Right. The mom loves <clears throat> the kid yeah. too much. Yeah. yeah. Poor Kate. She makes him the cake, and he doesn't even look at it. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk. Bastard. Hey, Satan, Little get fucker. over here yeah. and eat your cake. Eat your fucking yeah. cake, Satan. <laughs> I slaved over this all night. Hey, you'll say. Yeah, I liked that one. That was a good segment. Yeah. And at the end, they just, like, kind of cripple up and shrivel up and die on the floor. Yeah, they died battling Satan. Hey, yeah. Satan. You think yeah. Satan would have just killed would've the mom and been like, you're coming with me, bitch. Well, yeah. yeah. But then she's like, you have a choice. You don't have to do this. That's like, the other thing, too. We are given a choice. Yes. Always comes down always to a choice. You always choice. have a choice in everything. That is for sure. That is for sure. Uh, what segment did you guys like the best? Ooh. I'm going to do the birthday party. <sighs> okay. Andrew? I think I like the box. It's, it's, I, I think, think it's I like the, the box, box. Yeah. but yeah, it's probably the box. Box or don't well. fall. Because that, really that, 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 yeah. that's a good segment to start with because it gets you interested in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's, without that, like if you had started with, say, even, I do like the birthday party, but if you had started with that one, I don't know if I'd be as in, invested in the Yeah, movie. that wouldn't have grabbed my attention the way the box did. The I, box just had an over, like this right. overarching just Morbid, theme of yeah. dread and more... Yeah, very morbid yeah. and just the yeah. way it was shot, the the mom just with no care of anything, like it just kind of yeah was interesting. I actually, I well, if we were going to really break it down, I like the in-betweens the best. Like I could probably watch the in-betweens for like five hours, the like stop motion things. Yeah. <laughs> like they, those for five cool. hours? Would you oh, yeah. Those s- are cool. serial killer? Do you know, yeah. how many, you know how many times you'd have to watch <laughs> that on loop for it to fill five no, hours? No, it'd just be more. Like it'd be more stop motion stuff. So like you'd watch a five hour stop motion yeah. movie. <laughs> I can't get you to sit still for a movie that's two hours long and you will want to watch five hours of stop motion animation. Yeah. Oh, yeah how long that, so that would cool. take like five so years literally, to So literally, just, just so you guys know, yeah. a, little, a little peek behind the curtain here. So anytime that we go see a new released movie uh, and we cover it on the podcast, I don't tell Kat how long the movie is until we're literally about to walk into the theater because automatically her response is, Oh, Jesus Christ, it's fucking two hours long. It's an hour and 40 minutes long every time. Do you not like, Google time. the movie before you no, see it? You don't go to just go, oh, I wonder how long this is. Yeah. Nope. Nope. The host of the host of a horror movie based podcast hates seeing movies. In fact, I just I'm not good at sitting still. Yeah, it's just no really shit. It's tough for me to sit through a whole movie. Like I just I'm like oh I could be doing so many other things right if now. If I can sit like, through, you're scream, like a child. I am. Then yeah. you can deal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Scream was two hours long. That I was, understand. Yeah. yeah. 
It didn't feel like it was that long, but no. it definitely it was long. It was long for sure. What's the longest movie we've seen in theaters since we started doing this was? Uh, Ooh, Doctor I... Sleep, maybe. Actually, well, Doctor Sleep, we that. didn't see that in theaters. Um, us? No. Did we see that in theaters? Uh, no. Good question. We did. No. We saw oh, us. Uh, we did see us in theaters. Wait, there is. I I I'm blanking on it, but there definitely was one we saw like semi recently that was very long. Nightmare Alley. Was Nightmare it? Alley was long. That was long. What was the one that we saw her at the uh, Soho? Last night in oh, Soho. Yeah. Last night in Soho. <laughs> oh, you're rocking the Creep Show shirt today? Under yeah. the hoodie? Yeah. Bleach all over my hoodie yeah. somehow, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know it. how that fucking happened. I haven't been playing with bleach lately. <laughs> Guys, would you uh, welcome a uh, XX Part 2 or Triple oh, yeah. X? Absolutely. Another all female directed anthology? Yeah. Always. Fuck yeah, dude. I would too. I think. You think there. W- Wait, there's not going to be, though. Well, it came out in 2017, so we're within. F- it's now almost five yeah. years, but it's. it's you know, there have been longer times between sequels. Um, I just think with any anthology movie, you don't really need to yeah. continue the plot line of the first movie. You can just do an all-female directed yeah, different the same stories. Thing. Yeah, so same, I would love to I would, see it. I'm all for more anthologies. I don't Maybe. care. I think, I think the fact that we're doing a Janthology month speaks to how much we love anthology movies. So I am all for all of the anthology movies. Give me, give me more. Give me more. Yeah, yeah. Give me more. Yes. Maybe five hours of the stop motion stuff. <laughs> yeah, give Kat <Kat's laughs> five hours. You direct five hours of stop motion, and uh, you know, and then also put the uh, the old man playing chess with himself, the Pixar Jerry's short, game. yeah, uh, yeah. on loop, and Cat will watch that and just <laughs> just Yay. no, just do Jerry's game with stop motion. Yeah. Oh. Why don't you do that? No, because that's a pic- That's like a cartoon. You, I am I can, aware. I can but picture you. Can you still try it. I can picture you in front of the TV watching that like Elaine when she stops having sex in Seinfeld and she gets dumb and she's watching those tires spinning on top of each other and she's just like, yay! <laughs> oh, anyway, well, I digress. Drink Guys, an iced tea mixed with some fruit. Yeah, oh iced God, tea mixed with fruit punch. Stop making fun of me. You fucking weirdo. Guys, any final thoughts on XX before we sign off? Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yes, that's, all that's always a good say. parting thought. If you haven't seen it, watch it. One that <laughs> At the end of the podcast, yes. if you haven't seen it, watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, it's it's a good movie. If yeah. you don't like yeah. it, then like go the, fuck yourself. I don't know what to tell you. The whole anthology thing is pretty fun. I like yeah, this. This is. is good. Yeah, this and, was you know, a good one. You know, uh, I'll, say, I'll say what I always say about anthologies. It's only as good as the last segment, and if you didn't like the last segment, there's a whole new segment with a different story that you can watch. So. Yeah, and it's only it's a sh- hour and yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. a quick watch. Yeah. Which, oh, this was very quick. So you were easily sold on that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, yeah. quick! A movie that's length of a TV show almost. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah, nice. That was like the same with that <laughs> uh, Grizzly Two. It was like seventy six yeah. minutes long. I was oh, like, yeah. thank God, because that movie could have been forty five minutes long if you cut out yeah. all the concert scenes. Yeah. You know, what was a wicked long movie too. Was it Chapter Two? That mm. I think was like almost three hours long when we yeah. saw that. Yeah. Which but those uh, Stephen King movies Don't are always long. Hear about I'm it. not even gonna get into this. Yeah, I feel like when you time. when you direct like the epic Stephen King adaptations, like it, it Chapter Two, Doctor Sleep, The Shining. There's Green so Mile. much going on. Yeah, Green Mile. I mean, The Stand. I mean, Jesus, the book is oh a God. thousand pages long. I one time rented. This was back in VHS world where you went to go to like Blockbuster to rent movies. Yeah, and. I rented, it was a rainy day in Marshfield, we didn't have internet or anything in the beach house, and I rented The Stand, four VHS tapes, eight oh, yeah. hours oh, yeah. 
one movie, like, I was like, oh, my God. I watched all of them. It was amazing, but it was very, very long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, 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 very strange. Very, very strange. Four tapes long. And long. And long. Four VHSs. Actually, hot take. The Stand might be one of my least favorite Stephen King stories. I'm not, I like Storm of the Century, too. Storm of the Century's fantastic. Mm. Storm of the Century, actually, not even a book, was written for the screen by oh. Stephen King, so it was never actually a book or a novel. Yeah. That. All right, guys. So yeah, XX. It's been another in- another installment in Janthology. This has been a fun theme this month. I actually yeah, really like this. We I got we got uh, we got two more, and this week we are going to do two episodes. Uh, so we have Nightmare Cinema coming up next, and we're going to close out the month with Body Bags next week, and then uh, Body Bags. We got to figure out what we want to do for February. So. I was going to say, so is this going to if we have two left, is it going to run into February? Uh, no, because we can do another one this week, and then we can do one next week, and that'll be the last week in January. Next week's February. No, it's not. Well, next week is January into February. Oh, okay. I thought February was next. Starts next Tuesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Next, Wednesday. Next Tuesday. So if we record on Monday, we can put it out where it'll be the end of whatever. Anyway, it's yeah, we got two more. Two more. It doesn't two more. matter. Yeah, Nightmare Cinema and Body Bags. But anyway. Uh, if you're interested in more of what we have to say, here's where you can find us online. You can go to our website. That's ahpod.com. That's ahhpod.com. That's ahh for America's Hometown Horror. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Just go on there, search for America's Hometown Horror, and you'll find us. We're also on Twitter, at Hometown Horror, and we're on Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. And you can uh, email us, hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com if you want to chat. Go right ahead and do that. You can also find our show pretty much wherever you're listening right now. Uh, duh. Uh, also, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Spreaker, and probably many, many more spaces. That's one of our ravenous fans texting Andrew to say hello right now. My name is Mike. I am the host of the show. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Another episode of Janthology. we got a couple more, as I mentioned. I've been joined by my esteemed co-hosts, Kat and Andrew. Say goodbye to your listeners, folks. Adios, muchachos. See you in hell. Hey, good evening. (laughs) I am hungover. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror, and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.